Physical combat, either in sports or self-defense, can be a terrifying ordeal, especially in a competitive setting as you have more time to anticipate it and more time to worry about it. Today, I would like to talk to you about mindset and how you can psychologically prepare yourself for battle. This discussion is primarily with physical combat in mind, but many of the qualities and ideas that I would like to discuss can be applied to all sorts of fields, professionally or in personal life. My name is Lewis, and this is most certainly Budo, the martial way. Thinking about this topic in preparation for this podcast and also for my own benefit next time I prepare for competition, I thought about a lot of different factors worth considering. So there are lots of things we can talk about. Not all of these will resonate with you as the nature of each person's anxiety and mindset in anticipation is entirely individual and unique. So some of these factors will connect with you more than others. It is up to you to examine your own state of mind as you approach competition and identify your own hindrances. Some people are natural-born killers who thrive in battle and relish the danger and excitement of combat. And certainly everyone tries to put on a brave face publicly and act tough no matter how they feel. But my advice to you is to be conscious of your own feelings. Do not deny your own fear or anxiety. It is completely natural. And if you watch interviews with some of history's most celebrated fighters, they are all quite open about the fear and anticipation they feel before a fight. And certainly they have a lot more eyes on them and a lot more to lose than either you or I ever will in competition. So if you have read my book or been listening to the podcast for a while, you should know recognition leads to mindfulness. Before we may influence our mindset, first we must be conscious of it. Observe clearly your own emotional state with no judgment or comment. First of all, just see Clearly, recognition leads to mindfulness. Before I explain my exact process and the things I consider in preparation for battle, let me first explain to you how I used to feel when I was younger and the things that concerned me. When I was younger, I wasn't so worried about physical pain or getting hurt. For me, it was all about ego. I didn't want to be embarrassed. You know, after you've been training a martial art for a few years, working hard, you've made progress, people know you train, you don't want to then step in the ring and get knocked out in the first round because you know a video of that is going to surface online and the plebs who don't train, they don't see the countless hours of preparation that lead up to that fight. They don't know the weeks, the months and the years of sweat and hard work that you've put in. They just see you get knocked out and think you're a chump. So that's the fear. I don't want to get embarrassed especially after I started teaching people, that put even more pressure on me to perform and prove myself. 
I put a lot of pressure on myself, which is great during training. If you imagine that your opponent is always putting in an extra 10 push-ups, working the bag for an extra five minutes, running that extra mile, you will also push yourself to work harder. But in competition, that will work against you. If you start to think that your opponent is better than you, more experienced than you, stronger than you, tougher than you, that will put the fear into you. It will plant the seed of doubt and then you will lose your edge. You will begin to fight defensively and it all falls apart. Now, over the last many years, my mindset and understanding of the self, the ego, of others, of combat, everything has changed. I have released myself from the expectation of any result, released myself from caring about what others think of me, accepted fully all possible eventualities. Let's talk about each of these things and begin to fortify your mind. First and foremost, I would like to call to your attention present awareness. I've spoken previously on the podcast about the eternal now, how time does not exist. Past and future are entirely imaginary. Of course, we must look into the future to anticipate coming events and prepare for them. But that preparation happens now. Anxiety, fear, worry, those thoughts all appear when our mind lingers in the future, in imaginary scenarios. Do what you need to do to prepare for the future, but do not allow your mind to linger in such thoughts. Always bring yourself back to the present moment, the present moment right now. This advice, this consideration of present awareness is so powerful, so true, that it can be applied at any stage in regards to your fight. If your fight is five weeks in the future, Focus on what you must be doing right now. If it is five days in the future, again, focus on what you should be doing now. Even on the day of the fight, when you are five hours from competition, or even five minutes from competition, stop projecting your mind into the future. Focus on what is here and now. Even when you are walking toward the ring, what are you doing in that moment? Are you getting excited, scared, overcome with emotion? Why? When you are walking to the ring, you're just walking. So walk, it's no big deal. Even when you are standing in the ring, across from your opponent, the final seconds before the fight starts, again, the fight hasn't started yet. So why are you worried? Then, when the bell rings and it's time to fight, then it's time to think about fighting. And at that point, you no longer have to worry about anything in the future. You're there. You are in the fight. So do what you've trained. Fight. To enact this degree of present awareness, to apply it truthfully in your life, requires an extensive practice in meditation. Do not expect to simply be able to understand this intellectually. It must be realized experientially. And that requires extensive practice. That is what I start and end with. Present awareness. When in doubt, here and now. Zen. Present awareness. Here and now. But let's rewind. Let's take it back and consider a few other factors worth mentioning in preparation of the fight. Faith. 
Faith is the antidote to doubt. If you have read my book, The Marshall Method, you will already know this. Have faith in yourself and your decision to fight. I'm not telling you to have faith that you will win. There's no way to know that. Maybe you will win or maybe you will lose. But you can have faith in the decision you have already made to compete. Before the fight, before you are even offered a fight, when you are training, I am sure you will have thought about competing. You will have thought about it, considered the possibility. I am sure you will have imagined the possibility that you could either win in a spectacular fashion or you could also get savagely destroyed. So you've already thought about it. I'm sure you have considered your options carefully. And for us to reach this point, Considering all potential circumstances, you have made the choice to fight. So here we are. I know what it's like. Imagining fighting and having an actual date lined up feel very different. But you've already made the choice. So don't worry about it. Nothing has changed. What? So now it's actually happening. You think you might change your mind? Come on, you know that's ridiculous. That's some low-tier coward shit. Like jumping out of the line at the last second before getting on a roller coaster. Come on, you made the decision to fight, so fight. You don't have to make any more decisions. Once you have committed to it, that's it, you can relax. Now all you need to do is go through the motions and let the results take care of themselves. I mentioned before about how I imagined that my opponent is better than me, which works as motivation to push myself hard during training. And that's true, I do recommend that. But as we approach the fight, we need to consciously practice confidence. Confidence is an interesting topic and we could talk extensively about that. And of course, confidence is most easily built through action and achieving success. But I also want you to consider that confidence is something that we can practice. It is a quality that we can actively try to cultivate through sheer force of will. The closer you get to the fight, the more confident you should be. We can practice this with the use of affirmations, which I talk about in episode 27 of the podcast about the daily journaling practice, but also in training And just before training, positive self-talk is extremely powerful. And I don't just mean self-talk quietly in your head. I mean actually talk to yourself out loud. When you're in the car driving to the gym, remind yourself of how much of a badass you are. Say to yourself, I am confident. I am ruthless. I do not fear pain. I am unattached to victory or loss. I stride forward, joyous in the face of adversity. Practice this. Practice being confident. Become aware of negative self-talk and replace it with positive energy. Recognition leads to mindfulness. The final week of the fight, you should be supremely confident. Again, as I said before, unattached to victory or loss, as we are taught in the Holy Bhagavad Gita, but confident that you are able to execute what you have practiced, that you are able to do what you need to do when it is required of you. Not with any concerted effort or difficulty, but with joy and openness. 
You are a savage. You are a man among men. This is the life you have chosen, and you relish the opportunity to live and die by the arts you pursue. Attached to neither victory nor loss. Let's dive into that a little deeper. Let me share with you three lines from my daily mantra. You have a right to your action, but never your action's fruit. Indifferent to gain or loss, to victory or defeat, act for action's sake with no concern for results. Those three lines are collated from different parts of the Bhagavad Gita. As holy Krishna speaks to Arjuna and tries to convince him to stand up and fight in the face of battle, extremely relevant to what we are discussing now. We all want to win. No one wants to invest so much time and effort into anything and then lose. Of course, we're all the same. That much is obvious. But a fight, a competitive fight, consists of two people. You account for 50% of the fight. Your opponent has just as much influence over the outcome of the fight and is trying to do the exact same thing as you. You cannot simply choose to win. You have no direct control over victory. You are only able to dictate your own actions. So just do what you need to do. Forget about victory or loss, fame or infamy, adulation or embarrassment. Just execute the skills you have practiced and the results will take care of themselves. If you lose, so shall it be. If you win, it was destined to be so. So long as you do what you need to do, you give it your all and try your best, you have nothing to fear, and you will have no regrets, even in defeat. I should also mention at this point, victory and loss are not really so different. If we're talking about self-defense, if you're in the middle of London and someone's coming at you with a knife, okay, yeah, that's a that has serious consequences. That's a different story. But if we're talking about competition, about an organized sporting event, there's really no big difference between winning and losing. Sure, in the moment when you win, especially if it's in a spectacular fashion, the crowd will shower you with applause, your teammates will pat you on the back and you'll feel like a big man. But what will happen after that? You'll go home, have a shower, eat dinner, go to bed, wake up the next day, have breakfast, continue your life. The people who were celebrating you the night before, they won't be thinking about you anymore. They will be continuing their own lives. And what about if you lose? Yeah, again, sure, in the moment it will be painful, the disappointment, the shame, the pity from your friends. But again, what will happen after that? Let me tell you, you'll probably go home, have a shower, eat dinner, Go to bed, wake up the next day, have breakfast, continue your life. You see what I mean? Victory or loss are transient in nature. The experience will stay with you, the memory, what you learn, but adulation or pity, celebration or disappointment, these are completely transient circumstances. It doesn't really matter whether you win or lose. It's only important to you personally because of your own ego and expectations. So release yourself from any anticipation of anything. Be free. You will compete more fully to the extent of your ability if you are empty. 
So I'm talking about adulation, celebration, the crowd applauding you. Maybe you take a video, put it online. Everyone thinks you're a badass. Yeah, of course, everyone wants that fame and recognition. But really, all of that is worthless. Who are these people? Who are these people whose approval you seek? Of course, our ego, our sense of self is greatly influenced by how people treat us. The concept of who we are is not only built upon our own self-talk, but directly upon the words and behavior of others toward us. We all want to be independent, sovereign individuals, but no matter how confident or independent you are, every single person in the world values the opinion of others. But honestly, forget about what the crowd think of you. Their opinion is worthless. Most people don't even fight. Most people have never set foot in a gym. What do you care about the opinion of people who have never sparred? People who have never even been punched in the face. What do they know about combat? What do they know about the martial way? Everything they think they know is based on Hollywood movies. It's all nonsense. They just want to see violence. They don't care who wins or loses. They're like the Romans watching the slaves get fed to the lions. They don't care who's the lion and who's the slave. They just want to see someone get eaten alive. You don't respect them, so why should you respect their opinion of you? The only other people who have any idea what you are actually going through, what is actually happening in the ring, are the other fighters present. The people from your gym and the people from your opponent's gym. And I guarantee you, even the people from your opponent's gym, of course they want their boy to win, but if you fight, if you do what you have trained to do, they will respect you as one of their own, regardless of the outcome. But even them, they don't care about you as much as you care about yourself. Forget about the audience. Forget about the guys from your gym. Forget about your own victory or loss, fame or defeat. There's no one there. The audience are ghosts, a memory. The guys from your gym are wooden dolls. You don't exist. There is only the action you undertake. You are not fighting. There is only the fight itself. Do you understand? Release yourself from yourself. Allow the fight to unfold naturally. Competition isn't even the finish line. At this point, on the eve of your competition, this is what you have been working toward. This is what you have been preparing for. It may feel like your big moment has arrived and this may be the biggest thing you have done in your life thus far, but you need to understand that even this is just another stepping stone. First, we have shadow boxing. Then we put on some gloves and hit the pads. Then you're a bit more experienced, you start sparring. Then after that, we have a competition. But even this is just another form of training. A little more challenging, maybe, but it's still just training. Everything short of a life and death altercation is just training. Like I said before, whether you win or lose, you're still going to wake up the next day and continue your life the same regardless. So don't place such great emphasis on this. It's just another step just another experience. All is as thinking makes it so, in the words of the great Marcus Aurelius. There's so much to talk about. I made so many more notes to discuss. I could go on about this all day, but let's start to wrap it up. I don't want to keep you forever. 
One more thing I think is important to discuss at all points leading up to competition is to reframe the sensations you feel. When you feel nervous, anxiety, maybe a little dread, these are not simply ideas in your mind. These are very real physiological sensations, actual chemical reactions in your body. So when you feel these sensations, the tightening in the chest, the prickling on your skin, the fluttering in your stomach, you cannot simply dismiss these real physical sensations, but you can reassociate their meaning in your mind. Replace the idea of fear and anxiety with excitement and anticipation. Your body knows it is preparing for battle and it can't wait. Excellent! You are excited to do something new to challenge yourself, to throw yourself recklessly into combat, live or die, victory or loss, it doesn't matter. You just want to fight. You want to dance with your opponent and your body is quivering in anticipation. You have excess energy waiting to be released. That's great. You are alive. The sensations you feel prove that you are alive. So feel them. Be happy with them. What an exciting life you lead. You're not melting into the sofa, wasting your life. You are up, engaged, active. Even if you get hurt, even if you feel pain, good. I'm glad. That proves you are doing something, that you are taking risks, that you are living your life and not simply existing. Embrace all of the sensations you feel fully. Enjoy them. Everything I've talked about so far has been about mindset, things to consider, knowledge and understanding, reframing your experience. But now let me give you some very practical advice, actions you can actually apply to the day of the event. I spoke to you earlier about present awareness. If you have experience with meditation, which you should, and there's no reason for you to not have any experience with meditation if you're listening to this podcast, listen to the other episodes. So meditate, posture, breathing here and now. Nice comfortable inhalation, long smooth exhalation, repeat. Focus your mind on your breathing, posture, breathing, sight, sound, body sensation, here and now, meditate. I say this because what you most likely need to do is bring yourself down. Everyone is different. Some people do actually need to be brought up on the day of the fight, but that is usually quite rare, especially with novice combatants, people with less experience. Most people are way too excited, so you do not need to be hyped up. You need to bring yourself down. Relax, breathe easy, release the tension in your body. Sit and meditate when you can. And when you need to warm up, hit the pads, move your body, but do so easily, loose, comfortable. We're coming down, we're relaxed. We're right where we should be, doing what we need to be doing. Breathe. Listen to music. You can pre-program yourself with music. I'm sure you have music that you associate with training. 
your favorite jams you like to listen to when you go for a run, hit the bag. Listen to your favorite tunes. These will fill you with confidence, bring joy and delight into your mind. Of course, again, nothing too exciting. You don't need to be listening to drowning pool bodies. <laughs> Pre-program yourself. So you have a selection of music, some music that calms you down and helps you relax, some music that reminds you to have fun and enjoy yourself, other music that helps you to go to war and not fear pain or defeat. Just be conscious of how you feel. Don't overexcite yourself and use your music to put you into the right mindset. The last thing I will bring to your attention this is so important, and this is something I have actually been discussing throughout the process of this episode already. The three characteristics of Vipassana. I have already discussed this extensively in episode 22 of the podcast, and if you are meditating, this is something you most definitely need to be intimately familiar with. Impermanence, unsatisfactoriness, and no self. This fight, this event, Everything about this is impermanent. This fight is just another transient event. The fight itself will come and go. The results, either victory or loss, will fade with time. There's nothing to be so attached to. Before the fight, when you're getting ready, 15, 20 minutes out, you may be feeling all sorts of emotions, excitement, anticipation, it's fine, this too will pass. Soon enough, all this will be a memory. So don't worry about it, have fun. It's all just transient content. Unsatisfactoriness. Even if you win, even if you have a huge knockout, totally amazing, everyone is impressed. Honestly, it won't be enough. It'll be nice, you'll be very happy for a short while, but eventually, even that will fade. People will forget. You'll move past it and it will become a memory. No victory, no matter how spectacular, will permanently fulfill you. Fulfillment is found in the practice itself. Be satisfied with the choice you have made to compete, the life you have chosen to lead, the art you pursue. You are already doing what you need to do. Victory is nice, but being a warrior is what you really want. And being a warrior is not dependent on victory or loss, but the life you lead. And finally, no self. Release yourself from your ego. Forget about what others think of you. You don't really care what those plebs think. Even your teammates, your closest friends, your family, they don't truly understand you. You don't even fully understand yourself. Let go of ideas of who you think you are. I was just talking about being a warrior. Forget about that. It doesn't matter. You are not fighting. There is only the fight itself. You are not operating your body. Just allow your body to express the art it has practiced. None of this is real. It's all just Maya and illusion, the game of life. Images and ideas we project onto the substance of reality. So have fun. A hundred years from now, we will all be dead, so don't worry about it. Throw yourself into the crucible of combat. Let fate take you where it may. This is an opportunity for you. 
If you are truly able to let go of yourself here in the fires of combat, if you are able to abandon the self under the spotlight of attention when subjected to fear and pain, if you are able to be free, truly free in such a situation, you may just awaken from your dream. I love it. It feels good to be alive, doesn't it? Go out, join a gym, spa, fight, compete, win, lose, laugh, cry, do it all. Why wouldn't you? You're only going to play this game once. So why wouldn't you want to experience the full extent of everything available to you? God damn, I love it. It's great, isn't it? What a time to be alive. Human beings here in this reality, living on this earth in this time. How fortunate we are. I hope you found that interesting. Honestly, I had a lot more notes of things to talk about, but I think that's enough for now. So let's go over the things we've covered one more time. First, recognition leads to mindfulness. Be conscious of what you are feeling. Present awareness. Posture. Breathing. Here and now. Faith. Have faith in your decision to fight, regardless of victory or loss. Practice confidence, positive self-talk, especially in the final week before the fight. Attached to neither victory or loss. You made the choice to fight, regardless of the consequences. The fight itself is the goal. Disregard the opinion of others. You don't really care what they think. Their admiration or scorn is meaningless. Competition isn't the finish line. It's just another step in the journey. Reframe the sensations you feel. Not fear or dread, but excitement and anticipation. Pre-program yourself with music. Some music to build you up others to bring you down. Just don't overexcite yourself. And finally, the three characteristics of Vipassana. Impermanent, unsatisfactory, and no self. If you would like to know more about The Martial Way, I recommend checking out my new book, The Martial Method, now available on Amazon and Gumroad. If you enter the code BECOMETHEWAY, you can get 20% off your Gumroad purchase. Links to everything can be found on budo.card.co. That's B-U-D-O dot C-A-R-R-D dot C-O. Or on Twitter, at WayBudo. Most appreciated. I hope you're having a great day. I'm certainly having a great month. Been feeling real good recently. Connecting with a lot of very interesting people on Twitter. We're going to end this year on a high. Make no mistake about that. Until next time, keep doing what you're doing. For those on the way, become the way.